0: What's up, everybody? So we had some technical difficulties, but we are back. Welcome to episode 96 of the Trash Talk Hour. Shout out to our sponsors, Tenth Mountain Whiskey. Go to 10thwhiskey.com, type in VTT, and get a discount. Special guest today is Michael Odell from Warrior's Heart. And today I'm joined by Nick, Buddy, and Joe. No, I'm just kidding. Joe's not here. Joe's not here. Joe's not here. I'm just kidding. No, Joe. Yeah, no, Joe. Where is Joe? Where is Joe? Yeah, we can talk this about that also, here in a bit. This
1: is also uh, episode 96, volume 2. Volume episode 2, yes. Volume 2. Take so, 2.
0: Monica, can you hear us? We are live. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, as I was talking about in volume 1, I'm going to go back to volume 2 and uh, continue with the uh, little conspiracy, all right? Call it a conspiracy. Call it... New World Order. Illuminati, do I get to, I get to
1: say again that I graduated in 1996? You do, uh, You do, buddy. You do. You that was what we said before. And that then you yeah. said You were going to say that you were in Germany
0: in 1996. Groundhog Day. This is really weird. Like That's a conspiracy, that. right it's there. Exactly yeah. the
1: same thing. Seamless. I know. A
0: seamless transition. Anyhow. Anywho, like Buddy would say, we are going to talk about the Denver Airport real quick, okay? Um, it was built in 1994, 90 or 95, like we just discussed. And uh, there's a lot of weird stuff at the Denver airport, okay? Like, immediately as you come into the airport, there's that blue Mustang, that big horse statue, okay, that's got the red eyes. Um, People in Denver actually call it Lucifer. And the funny thing is, is the person who actually created that statue is dead because a statue fell on him and killed him, okay? So, uh, just weird stuff around that. There is a time capsule area in the airport that, uh, back in 1994, they buried some stuff in it and it won't reopen until 2094 okay bunch of masonic symbols around it um it says uh new world airport commission like just a bunch of weird stuff so i don't know what's in there is it some new world order stuff some illuminati stuff who knows um supposedly we just talked about this and buddy actually looked this up if you look at the runway from the top okay it's uh built like a swastika who knows? Uh, buddy will if, probably talk about that I mean, here in a it second. Kind of, it kind of is. You can get to it when it's your yeah, turn, buddy. Yeah, you could yeah, yeah. you could make yeah. it. You could make it. Anyhow, it um, there's a bunch of gargoyles in the airport, demonic like paintings and stuff. I talked about this one painting out there that has like a soldier and uh, he's got a rifle in one hand and he's got like this sword in the other hand and there's like crying children um, like panicking and stuff. And he kind of looks like a. I don't know maybe like a nazi or you know ss i don't know but just all kinds of weird stuff so let's get everybody's take i have no idea oh yeah i forgot one thing underneath the airport are all these like crazy tunnel systems okay supposedly like illuminati headquarters uh some crazy people say that the re- reptilians live there okay it's like an alien some crazy alien. All right, I read the reptilians. Have you ever been there. to Denver? Have you been to Denver, I've, Colorado? I've, I've been to in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, there's a pretty... chance
1: they're not wrong. There's <laughs> and some you can, weird people and, running around
0: <laughs> And we're gonna get to you, buddy. But uh, yeah, I guess you can go to level two, and it's just called level two. But there's no level one or level three. Like, if that makes any sense, it's just really weird stuff. So I don't know what's going on out there. Is there like a secret underground base? Who knows? With tunnel systems. Um, I do think that like Masonic and Illuminati stuff is all over. It's all over the dollar bill and everything. But I don't know how to tie all that to Denver Airport. But maybe it's just in plain sight for for us all to see and like Mm. fuck with us. So who knows? I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'm going to get Mike's take on it. What's going on at the Denver Mm. Airport? Is this just like some like coincidence or is it weird shit that's going on? Is it a sign? Is it, you know, what's going on?
2: I think uh I think there's a lot of uh weed smoking going on and uh okay definitely a,
0: definitely the case in denver yeah yeah uh uh
2: man, be honest i I got no clue there's there's so there's weird stuff going on all over the world right there's, yeah just conspiracy this conspiracy that weird shit going on everywhere and uh like it's it's easy to tie stuff to other stuff and then just Correct. not explain it and uh like the time capsule stuff like why you know yeah, like, why? And then
0: we can't open it till 2094 and it's yep. got masonic symbols around it like what's in there yeah. you know well, i mean like, isn't that kind of the point of a time capsule correct correct but like why is like masonic symbols around it and stuff you know like i don't know i didn't mean to interrupt you mike but go ahead yeah
2: no you're good it, it i think it all comes back to why right, like right. The tunnels, why the the shape of the airport why it, it it o- it always reverts back to that, right? And then that's Correct. what people try to try to find through the conspiracies yep. and through research and Google and all kinds of other stuff. Is they just want to know why. People have a people have a a deep rooted desire just to know why about even yeah. matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So what is the why and why? But like what's what's the reasoning though? You don't know? Why? Is is that your is that your take? Why? Okay. That's my take. Why? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Appreciate your mic, Buddy, what is uh, your take on all of this? Okay, so (laughs) people do have a deep rooted,
1: -rooted, they have a deep rooted need, but that deep rooted need is to know something that other people don't know, and then tell them that they do. So it's very easy to like, think up conspiracy theories, because you know, you can look at anything and come up with a a fucking conspiracy theory about it. So uh, they did look at the Simpsons. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's another. That's a, a good that's one. Not a, that's not a conspiracy. That's just real. Like, what the fuck? That's just <laughs> mind blowing. That's crazy. Really so weird. That, uh, that's a house. So they that's did how. move yeah. thirty-six million cubic yards of dirt uh, to build the Denver airport. That's a lot of dirt.
0: Um, well, I also uh, went over budget. Like two billion
1: dollars over budget. Yeah, it was like, four point eight billion. Yeah, is how much yeah. it ended up costing? Uh, and then the uh, the runways you can make an argument that there are four of them and they are a raid where if you were squinting and like turn your head sideways and we're Get an around. aryan <laughs> we're an Aryan that wanted to find some esprit de corps you could go. Like, oh the apple in America. in america yeah, yeah. It's, in it's a mile high everyone um, but uh, you could probably say that there's a pretty good chance that because it's right on the edge of the uh, the plains going into the Rocky Mountains and the uh, the uh, the wind shifts all the time that they just needed air- or, like, they needed runways in each of the four cardinal directions and right. uh, probably
0: not having them and there was an airport suddenly. like ten minutes away. They already had an airport there, and then they just decided to build this airport, which is really right. weird Well, too.
1: Yeah, here's the problem with airports. You can't really close one down so that you can make it bigger. You have to build another one that's bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I I mean they probably did they also probably make quite a fair bit of money off of the contracts and running the airport and building the airport and all that and and then
0: are they holding their underground meetings with uh reptilians and aliens beneath the airport probably not
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would go with probably not like I, i mean why wouldn't you hold your underground meetings like 50 miles to the to the west in the rocky mountains where there are caves Right. You don't have to build. You just walk in. Throw some. Well, maybe these underground tunnels
0: are connected to those caves. maybe
1: if my aunt grows a giant penis, she'll become my uncle. I don't know, (laughs) but like, like, you know what I mean? Plausibility, man, might not. Probably not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It just seems very. Here's the problem with the the other problem with all these like giant conspiracies. Like the Denver airport has meetings with aliens and lizards and like fairies like lucifer and everybody else is that it's a large place yeah there are a lot of people that are working there Mm
0: -hmm. keeping
1: that amount of people quiet about like you think that the the guy that was moving the 36 million cubic yards of dirt like when he started building weird like Reptile cages was like (laughs) not gonna be like oh weird. They got a bunch of them. It's just a bunch of mice down here. So the reptiles can eat. Like you know what I mean? That doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. It's just I think uh, like
0: all of that stuff though is purposely put into plain sight. When you talk about like Illuminati and stuff, like the all-seeing eye, you know, and then like it's on our dollar bills. You got that satanic owl that's in the corner. If you pull a dollar bill really close, it sits it sits on the top of the dollar, like on the nose of it. And it's like always in plain sight, so I think maybe there's a purpose behind that. And then all you know, when artists you and music. An owl as I don't mascot. know. They I do like some. I
1: wasn't even tracking
0: that. that it's the, the Bohemian Grove. grove. You know we can I talk need? about that some other time. But like you know Alex Jones broke owl. in there one time, and they burned like this statue of an owl or something. And then it's all that's, the politicians, they get together. The, and, uh, Illuminati, that's
1: that other organization that meets, I don't know, I get I them all confused. All the They're all super fucking
0: weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but,
0: but now we're just going off on a other, tangent about all kinds yeah, of other shit. That's, that's I get it, buddy. Crazy shit. But yeah. like, Nick, Nick, I'm, what's your take? Oh, uh, it's
1: the <laughs> Illuminati. Yes, I sure do. He was enjoying salsa night at Spiker. Yeah.
0: Uh, now they can't hear you, Nick. (laughs) Boom, there it
1: is, the Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. They got you.
2: It means we're talking about some truth.
0: Yeah, it's, we are. You know?
2: it, yeah. Yeah.
0: My door's about to get kicked in. We're gonna get slacked on my It's team. a whole
1: bunch of games until an owl starts like hovering in front of my fucking window and I'm just yeah. like, All right, guys, I'm I'm gonna sign off. Yeah. Everything I said.
0: All right, let's ask and the, I've chat. You the whole time You guys you guys got you Nick now? Time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? There's a new. Did your uh, computer just update? Because they have a, a bullshit detector update. So when you started talking <laughs> about capturing people, when you when you start talking about acts almost capturing people, like I, I remember the one time I almost captured Bin Laden because I was like two countries over, but Nick. I knew where he was.
0: Anyhow, yeah,
1: I would say we're not missing yeah. out. They're not I think we it.
0: blame the Illuminati for sure. Yeah, we're being censored right now. Buddy, why don't you do an honesty cap or something, you know? Well, while Nick tries to figure out his technical difficulties. All right, you guys hear me now, right? Yeah, we got I you now. Okay, ask,
3: ask the audience while they're walking at this crazy screen that I have set up here that the Illuminati put up. Um, but, okay, we're back on there. Can they hear me now? Monica, can you, can you hear me? Nick. Monica, Monica.
0: Yep. Oh, boom.
3: Nice. We're on. Okay. Yeah. Boats
0: boats said he can hear you. Thank you, Boats. What a show. show.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it, it it is a dumpster fire. So what's happening in the river? I don't know what that means. I grunt works. I don't, I'm trying to figure out all this stuff, but again, with the the highest paid employee for Veteran Trash Talk is our producer. He's not here right now. He's playing pool. It's so it's, it's it's not hard because none of us get paid except for him. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I I think uh, I think we made some money uh, like last week, but I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, but yeah, I'm just gonna buddy hit a good point there. To which is you know I always when I go after the conspiracy theorists, I was like, do you really think the government could keep that a secret? It's like, do you, do you really like, the Supreme Court is one of, like, there's only nine motherfuckers in that building, and they were able to leak a document out of there, right? Like, so it's <laughs> like, like like you, you think that this whole entire Denver airport with all these people, guys, and then again, you watch Jesse Ventura, and everybody knows he's spot on with everything. Uh, and <laughs> it, I, I, he was a Navy I SEAL, agree. all right? He was one of the... And this will lead into the book of Earl as well he was one of the thousand <laughs>
0: Navy seals do tell stories right? yeah he was one
3: of the thousand no. Navy seals in Vietnam right because I've met 16 thousand of the thousand frogmen that were in Vietnam uh so it's you never know but again there was a guy with an mp5 there all right standing there guarding a door why why are there masonic I mean, why are there masonic yeah. symbols with a guy with an ak-47 in the mural
0: yeah
3: like what 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 is that Right. So and it's it's
0: in plain, a, it's, in plain it's in plain view. Well, and there's it's not really a conspiracy, hold on, hold you know, on. it's just I there. It. I figured
1: it out. We you got know, it. You know what? I didn't put two and two together until you say AK-47.
3: The Russians.
0: No. What That's happened what it is. In, what happened That's- in Denver in the 1980s, guys? That's how they interfere with the elections what from the Denver airport in their underground base. And they
1: all used AK forty seven. That's how they fight off the uh, the Cubans and the Russians. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a, It was Red Dawn.
3: It was, red, it red, it was red Red out. Red <laughs> Dawn is the answer to all of this. Monica, can you hear me? Monica, <laughs> Monica. Uh, so, all right, yeah. Base
1: closed. The statue is for the Wolverine.
3: Yes, I think we figured it out. Uh, anybody on the yeah. chat thread know why Denver Airport has masonic murals and symbols all over the place? It's because of the Wolverines. All right, we we have we have figured it out. Uh, That's a good shirt idea, too. Yes, yes. Um, but anyways, here we are. And as Buddy likes to say, and you guys need the book of role right now. That's why I, I kind of knew this was going to happen this week. So I was like, you know what's America's flavor? The weakest buddy likes to say you can, you can actually just kind of document what America is going to be pissed off about for about 27 to 20 days. Right. And then it changes. And then, yeah. and then nobody gives a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I got to an argument, uh, a couple of our, our admin on Twitter, right. Got into an argument with lethality Jane on Twitter. Uh, she's really cool all right so lethality if you're watching all right no hard feelings with what our admin were doing with you all right but it's like you said that 99 of something and one of our admin responded with 74 percent of all stats are made up on the spot right um and and then it triggered a lot of people okay you did you don't know that for a fact and it kind of segues into where the book of Earl and the triggered pansy you know Chapter one, verse one, it all goes hand in hand. We want to talk about the Roe v. Wade decision. Okay? And I, like I said on Facebook today, I go, watch the Trash Talk Hour because I'm going to tell you how you could actually take a hard line stance on an issue while keeping your emotional intelligence in check so that you don't show your ass. Okay? Now, I'm not going to take any side of this. Okay? The hard line stance that I'm going to make an example of is that I don't agree with abortion. Okay. That's a hard line stance for me. I don't agree with it. All right. Here's the other thing the American in me. All right. If the state that you live in deems that it's okay, I'm not that that's just America. That's that's what it is. All right. They say that it's okay. Now, here's where it becomes a difference between ethics and morals. And I've explained this to you guys before. There's a difference in the two. Ethics is a written set of rules. Morals is what you, is like your culture, your climate, your, what you value. All right? Those are morals. Okay? In the Constitution, which a lot of you are proving have never read more than four sentences, whether you're getting all upset about this, right? Abortion was never a right. What? ever the president
1: doesn't even know
3: that exactly the president didn't tweet that either The president doesn't have any fucking idea where he is all right no, so no, he, like, <laughs> yeah he actually said
1: it
3: no well and then he tweeted he it he he, t- he tweeted it too and here's what's scary here's the people there was a teacher on there and i shared it on my facebook page there's a that. there's a teacher that said when the kids in my the girls in my school get pregnant they're too young to be mothers if and they don't want to tell their mother so i'll take them to go get an abortion Oh, i was like I dare you.
1: wow
3: dare you. wow that's
1: cool.
3: you know and it's like oh. and i so i i replied to the tweet as you know, the earl of el paso and i said i i i tagged the fbi right i was like you might want to check into this person all right she's a fucking lunatic all right so like that's 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 unsat that's not cool that crosses ethics and morals for most people all right it crosses all ethics Uh, morals, you know, you don't take my daughter anywhere and do a medical procedure on my daughter, like, without telling me or my wife, like, you are nuts, okay? So that's who starts coming out of the cracks here, right? And, uh, of course, that's not the majority of people who are upset about this. That's just one looney tune, okay? But the majority of people are upset about this. I implore you to, you know, come on our page, message me, and tell me where in the Constitution ever abortion was a right, and then... I try to trap people in this when they start getting angry because you know when I when I smell blood in the water in Facebook I go nuts okay and terror ter- I'm a Facebook terrorist okay like you you just it's over and so right away I knew that people were going to start talking about the the Supreme Court's decision with New York and the Second Amendment guess what the Second Amendment is it's a constitutional right, right okay whether you agree with it or not okay that is a freaking right. And then you see all these people. Where does it say in the Constitution that you sh- can conceal carry a gun? Oh, literally yeah. the Second Amendment, like, uh, like
1: <laughs> yeah, and that right, right that to yeah, shall not
3: infringe. Right,
1: but you and have to be part of a militia.
3: Right. No.
1: No. 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 You not it it's not what it says That's at all.
3: It says. So, so, so again, it
1: says that, that at some point we might need a militia, and. It's too late to get weapons once you need them. So So have the weapons, and then you can have that. That way, you can make a militia if you need it.
3: Yeah, and then. uh, And so,
1: World War One.
3: So again, if you actually look up Roe v. Wade, and you can go on the Supreme Court's website, and they'll they'll you can read all the back cases that led into Roe v. Wade, like from the '30s. The 40s, the 50s, the 60s—you know, women fighting for their rights to do things because bad stuff happened to them, right? You can read all these cases. You can see them all. You can see what led to it, right? And again, most of the—you none of you lost a right. No woman lost a right here, okay? And like I said, this is where you need to check your emotional intelligence. Your emotional intelligence should tell you right away that the Supreme Court just did something that was actually constitutional. And they gave the power back to the states. Okay? Now, if the state that you live in doesn't allow an abortion, guess whose fault that's not? That's not the Supreme Court's fault. Okay? It is not their job to dictate that. It is their job to say, hey, look, this decision when it was made back in 1973, right, actually made sense then. Okay? It's not applicable anymore. That's what they're saying, right? now. also
1: talk about the fact that the original decision for Roe v. Wade is predicated on a fallacy?
3: Right, it's predicated. That's a previous case when you read on that. It's about somebody who lied about being raped, right? So, uh, uh, again, you didn't lose the right. You never had a constitutional right to abortion. All right, you had a decision made in a court, in the Supreme Court, that allowed you to justify having a decision. Right? Hold on, hold on, buddy. You could can... I, I
1: got a question for you. What? It's about Constitution. Isn't there something in the Constitution that says something about uh, the right of people to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness?
3: Well, you know, you. Doesn't
1: that also? Well, doesn't that also? This has nothing include... to do with what I'm talking about. It kind of does. Doesn't it also include the? Uh on human that's living inside your in your state. Well, see that's see now life. now now
3: you're going to bring in a qualitative stat which is an opinion, right? So again, I'm just I, yeah, it is that that that's your opinion. All right, so that and that's not the that's not that's 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 not the constitution either. But again, no, like I said, if you want to hold your emotional intelligence, Dave, you got to go to facts. All right? Yeah. You don't go to what your opinion. Your emotional intelligence is what helps you say, "Okay, that's why that person thinks that." way. And that's okay. I might not agree with it, but that's why. So, if buddy thinks that way because of that. That's fine. Okay, but he shouldn't be. Uh, that's his opinion, and it's a lot of other people's opinions. Just like on the other side, there's a lot of other opinions that don't believe that either. Okay. Um, but like I said, just chill out on the on the Roe v. Wade overturning. If you're out there in front of the Supreme Court protesting, you're part of the reason why we shouldn't allow everybody to vote. Because you're protesting in the wrong area. All right? You need to be protesting in front of your congressman's door or a woman's door. You need to be protesting in your state senator's door. All right? That's where you need to be doing something. All right? The party of abortion, which they like to label left and right, okay, has been in control for quite some time now. Okay? So if they don't have supermajority in the Senate, okay, but they can still get things worked and passed, right? They still can't. All right? So... That's where you need to be protesting. Understand how this country actually works. All right. And then here's my last thing that I'll, I'll open up to an opinion. Uh, as far as like, like, you know, I see a lot of these NBA athletes on Twitter that are saying, what a bad day for women. All right. And I go, I know
0: where uh, you're going out with this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, man, NBA's cool. All right. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys are you know tweeting all this stuff. And I go, you, and then anybody who's famous that's tweeting this stuff, you do know that you make enough money to organize committees. You make enough money to organize movements. You make enough so money in to, the game, you, you, make en- you make enough money to take a woman out of Alabama or Mississippi that doesn't allow abortion and take her to California to get an abortion. You actually make enough money to do that. So until you actually do something like that, shut the fuck up. All right? Just so like
1: they also make enough money to take care of the baby. Yeah.
3: yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, Desiree, yeah, again, 50 years of are we rewriting history? Watch out. No, we're not rewriting history, all right? Desiree, that's not what we're talking about at all. That's the news talking point that you're falling under, okay? All the Supreme Court did was give power back to the states, all right? They didn't take away the right to an abortion because why? You never had that right, not constitutionally, okay? Hey,
1: what's the Supreme Court's job, Nick? Huh? what's the supreme court's job it's to
3: make things constitutionally legal
1: to make sure that any law that's passed by congress and the senate and uh, approved by the president is a constitutional law It has yes. nothing to do with whether it's like you know that's that's it that's yeah they one job yeah one
3: little job yeah and then and, and then again i'm not getting into the point about whether you should have the right to choose—that's not my decision. That's not what I'm. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how to have a hard hardline stance on something, but then still having the emotional intelligence to understand how the country works, all right? And then I'm talking to all you people who are complaining about it. If you don't put any skin in the game, shut up, right? You're not doing anything. Organize something. Organize a movement. Organize a petition in your local area, all right? Do something about it. Right? I think we've taught you that we're not the pot calling the cut of black. What do you think? Better than trash talk did? Why do you think it started? All right, it started because everybody wants to do 22 push-ups to stop, you know, soldier suicide. All right, stop veteran suicide. Right, and it's like, no. How about we just actually try to do something different? How about we try to create a platform, uh, create an online source to where people can come on chat, talk from all different areas? It's called putting skin in the game. Right, and so that's what we decided to do. And and, and right away, you get, you see all these veterans with different opinions, which is great. That's diversity. Right, like and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. So it's okay if you're pro-choice. Right? You could be hardline on that, which many of you are. But then again, you have to have the emotional intelligence to understand that you're not going to win an argument because it's not a constitutional right in the first place. Right? And then it always circles back to well, maybe if we just had free healthcare. I can't talk to you anymore because it's not free. Right? Nothing's free. Nothing on this planet is free. Okay, not even water anymore. Okay, okay. they got to pay for that okay. shit. Okay, so it's you know super
1: funny. <laughs> when a when a veteran when a veteran talks about free healthcare, <laughs> and it's generally the same veteran that has been in the military's healthcare yep. program, and it's just like our fucking healthcare sucks. We need free healthcare from the civilians. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, why is it you always want to get a referral to a civilian doctor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know, because it's not the bottom of the barrel. I graduated last in my class. at frickin' North Tennessee's fucking doctor's school for the deaf, dumb, and blind. But like, yeah, 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 That's that's what yeah. you get when you
3: get free healthcare. Yep. Yeah, so I know it'll ruffle some feathers, but again, like Buddy always talks about, the flavor of the week in America. We're going to talk about abortion for about, I don't know, maybe six days, maybe 20. This might be a little longer. All right, maybe twenty, maybe a little longer. A little little
0: longer. Like riots no, well, the,
3: the riots are gonna, the riots are gonna happen regardless because they're anti fascist Remember, so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's just a reason
0: like, to, you know, get a free Xbox and some I find, shit. You know? yeah. I find
1: that the best way, the best way to fight fascism is to be more fascist than the fascists. Right, I, I like that. That's that a, be, a good strategy. That seems to be the technique that, now, we,
0: uh, that we have uh, taken. So again, a fuck Antifa shirt. So you should go check that out. Yeah, we
3: don't like Antifa because I don't think they really understand the definition of fascism and what they're doing. And I I think I think they're doing what Buddy just said is they're trying to be more fascist to stop your fascism. Uh, I mean, it's a strategy.
1: Antifa's literal playbook is exactly what Mussolini's fascist party and what Hitler's fascist party with the Hitler Youth and the Brown Shirts did. Literally the exact same by the book, number by number, the exact same strategy that those actual fascists used? Yeah. I don't know. It's odd. But, yeah, it is. you know, it is what it is.
3: I, I know that there's people that are upset. I know there's veterans that are upset about this decision. So if it does, it, it does trigger your PTSD. If it does trigger some of the aspects of what you deal with, uh, your demons, then reach out to the reach out to the community. All right. Say, hey, you know, like anybody want to have a discussion about this? All right. And then, you know, people are going to be either on your side or they're going to try to calm you down. If it, if it affected you again, we're, we're not sitting here taking a side with veteran trash talk. Okay, like I said, I can have a hard line stance saying I believe abortion is wrong, right? But I can still have the emotional intelligence to understand that majority of states allow it, right? The the majority of, you know, people in this country actually think a woman should have a choice at a certain point. That it all differs. There's so many other variables, right? Yeah, so, I mean,
0: all of us on this panel can agree that there are instances where, like... That,
3: that, that or, again, you know, it, it, it really doesn't matter about your hard line stance. Yeah,
0: but I mean, yeah that's that's your moral compass like that's, right it's common sense and a you know like right of course not you know? yeah
3: like, and again and, and then you have the hardliners with uh, with pro-choice saying well it doesn't matter what the case is it's just uh, just should happen and you know what this is how i'm gonna end it with this i'm okay with that i'm okay with you having that hardline stance but then you need to have the emotional intelligence that you should not have a system that pays for you to have your elective surgery all right if you pay for it yourself good but now you're asking somebody who you're violating their moral code and you want them to pay for it. Like that's bad. That's bad. So
1: good. If, uh, if, if women get to choose, which is okay, let's go with, you have the right to choose. Do men now get to choose to be like, all right,
3: you don't have a uterus buddy.
1: I'm I'm not paying any money for, for you to take care of the kid. I mean, you can't have it both ways. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't well, know. right. And that's
3: where you start seeing that you start seeing the, you know, all this craziness, these uh, talking points come out the window. Cause, you know, just a year ago, all the same people were telling us that we have to get a vaccine. Oh,
0: yeah, and it's yeah, like,
3: yeah. what? Like, uh, yeah. and then, and then for something that, you know, like, like what? It's a respiratory forced virus forced on us. Forced yeah. on us. And all, that's all
0: military. Like,
3: and I'm just going to say there's probably a large percentage. I'll do the fatty Jane. I'm going to say 99%. Or I'm going to say 99% of the people who were for the forced vaccinations are now upset that women don't have a choice anymore. That's what they think. Right. So, again, th- stop. Okay. You're proving that you just want to fly off the handle, whatever you want. Okay. And maybe you shouldn't be voting. Okay. Cause you're just, you're a fucking lunatic. All right. So, it is what it is. Hey, we love you. If you're, like I said, no, but for real, with veteran trash dog grunt works, if you're having an issue with this, if it is bothering you, reach out. All right, we got plenty of people on our group and page that probably believe the same way you do. All right. So they'll they'll they'll, they'll talk to you. But, anyways, I get the, the the great honor of introducing our guest. Okay, and Mike Odell is coming from Warriors Heart. Uh Mike's a, a Marine. All right. And uh I, I think
1: he, I, we're, we're,
3: not, we're not allowed to say he used to be a Marine, even though <laughs> Buddy and I started Marine. Buddy and I, who are retired, we used to be in the Army, right? Or So it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a culture thing, right? Again, I don't have to agree with it, but I can respect it because I have emotional intelligence. And But we maybe we'll just make fun of it a little bit. Uh, but I, I will trigger Buddy here, maybe if he can remember. But the first time we had Tom on from Warrior's Heart, we were very young in doing the show. And we didn't really know what we were getting into. Uh, and we had some guests on that were – one was an absolute fucking clown, right? And they came on with Tom. And Tom's a stone cold killer, right? He's sitting there just quiet while people are just like talking absolute bullshit on the show. And I'm like, I thought about it for a couple months. I'm like, man, we really didn't give Warrior's Heart the chance to do what they wanted to do on the show. So I reached back out to their PR person to get Warrior's Heart back on. And then funny connection, when we were in Denver for the Warrior ride, there was two ladies sitting there eating breakfast next to us. And they're like... Do you know Tom Spooner from Warrior's Heart? You no, know, because they saw our shirts and I was like, yeah, he came on our show We made a jackass out of them. Right. So uh it's like we gotta we gotta make up for that. So, Mike, welcome to the show. All right, talk about your service, talk about all the great things Warriors Heart is doing and how people can, you know, help your mission in doing what you're doing. Welcome to the Trash Talk Hour.
2: Hey Mike. Well, I appreciate it, man. Um, some very interesting topics y'all been talking about. Uh it's uh it's been good. It's been pretty entertaining too. So uh i've enjoyed just kicking back and listening but um yes yeah, so i was in the marine corps uh from 2006 to 2010 and uh did four years was struggling hard got out as quick as i could um and partly because they didn't want me to re-enlist you kind of got to be squared away um <laughs> want you to re-enlist okay. <laughs> so so uh i you know i got an honorable discharge but uh, i'll talk more about that if we have time but uh the uh uh Man, I was with three three out of uh, K Bay. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Third Battalion, Third Marines, or or O Bay. But, Never heard of. Uh, oh yeah, I, I golfed there.
3: I golf there all the time when I when I
2: was, when I was stationed in yeah. Hawaii. Right on, man. Uh, that's so. I was with deployed to Fallujah, Ramadi, and uh, got out uh, 2010. And uh, you know, for me, I was uh, somewhat of a troublemaker before I went even went in. Uh, maybe that's why I joined the Marine Corps. Um, and uh, and that kind of followed me through, man. I was uh, based I was just a drunk, man. Tip of the spear, but a drunk. And uh, that followed me when I got out too. You know, a lot of veterans uh, struggle with that transition. Uh, some people it's easy. Some people it's super easy. They get out, they start a business, they are, they just retire. Whatever I mean, it's super chill, no problems. And then other people it's not right. And uh, for me, it was not easy. Uh, we, uh, the, probably the biggest thing that I struggled with, uh, while I was in the Marines was not deployments, it was not anything that happened really on the deployments, except for one instance, uh, where our saw gunner took his life one month into our deployment. Mm. Uh, You know, young kid, 20 years old. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and, uh, for some reason, out of everything I'd gone through in that four years, that's what fucked me up. Right, like that's not something that you're trained to respond to. For one, you know, you're trained to respond to combat trauma, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. You're trained to respond to uh different situations, different whatever fives, 10s, 15s, whatever it is, you're trained for that. So, you're not trained to respond to uh your buddy's suicide. It's just, maybe now they do train, but you know, back in 2007, 2008, <laughs> it wasn't happening. Uh, so that was kind of something that uh I chose. To carry the weight on that, and I didn't—I didn't have to do that, right? But we, oftentimes, we will—we're servants, right? Whatever—that's why we join the service. We're servants, servants' hearts.
0: Yep, yep.
2: We will carry the burdens of other people on our shoulders, even when we don't have to. We will carry that shit, and I—and I I did—I carried that shit for a long time. And so, anyway, kind of fast forward a little bit. um, I, uh, so warrior's heart. Substance abuse and post-traumatic stress treatment center, right? That's uh-huh. what we do. We treat veterans and first responders. And uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, um, my problems didn't stop. I I had it in my head, that, and I think a lot of veterans do, they have it in their head that their problems are directly military service related. And so if they get out of the service, their problems will go away. But that shit ain't true either. It is for some people. Uh, but a so lot the, of times...
0: Huh? It actually gets worse. Yes. Like, I, I, I talked to a lot of buddies of, you know, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you, who get out, and then it just really, really hits some hard. Yes, you, know? you did, Dave. Yeah. Shut up, Nick. You <laughs> did. I mean, you literally did. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: but mm-hmm. it, it gets worse.
0: And, I, I mean, Nick just got out. Buddy just got out. You know, l- luckily we have this community where I think, like, we've learned a lot. You know, coping mechanisms and just we have each other. But um I can see where... Uh, you know it can go it can go south real quick you know but uh
2: it's good that y'all have a y'all y'all are creating a community uh because a lot of times with the, the i think the biggest struggle is the loss in identity
0: oh, that's like, the biggest one yep they have an identity crisis
2: huge like what what, what nick was mentioning uh, once a marine always a marine mm-hmm. you know what you know what the truth is is i am no longer an active duty service member i'm not yep yep it's part of the culture, once a Marine, always a Marine. But the, the truth truth of the matter is, is that I got out of the Marine Corps and it's time to reidentify my life. It doesn't yep. mean that doesn't mean my service is gone. That doesn't mean, you know, my Eagle Globe and Anchor's gone. It doesn't mean none of that shit's gone. Uh, but I cannot continue to be that person. Uh, I, I well, can mean my family.
1: It it means that in that group of people that you were a marine with, or, or even in with other marines, that that you get a free pass into the clubhouse, right? Right. But when you're out in the civilian world, nobody gives a fuck about that clubhouse. No. Like, one gives a yeah, shit. yeah. No one gives a shit that that Nick was a paratrooper, or that you were a marine, or that Dave is a recruiter. Like.
3: Well, they might I mean, get mad at Dave still. I mean, he don't
0: Used to be a trooper too.
3: Yeah. I still was in infantry. Let's
0: let's not forget my other MOSs. You know, <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> There's my identity crisis. But go yeah. ahead, go ahead, brother.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is, man. It's an identity crisis. We have purpose. We have mission. We have camaraderie. We have friends. We have family. We have brothers. And then all of a sudden we don't. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden we don't. So that's a big piece to it too. And and that I, I struggled with that for. Uh, Man, from 2010 to 2016, uh, and uh, I ended up going to prison. Uh, my son was two years old. Um, I was drinking. I was just – man, life was it – was, it was bad. I mean it was chaotic, um, and I created 90% of it. I'll give 10% elsewhere, right, but I created 90%. Yeah,
0: most sh- shitty situations that we find ourselves in are created by us. That's yeah. the fucking choices as, that we make. And, as as much as we bad. want
3: to deny it, it's the truth. And
0: Everybody wants to always blame other people for their fucking problems. It's called yeah. fucking being a damn victim. Yeah, but go ahead, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, dude, and, and I did, man. I did. It, it was everybody else's everybody
0: fault. Everybody else, yeah.
2: It was the Marine Corps' fault. It was my parents' fault. It was my brother's fault. It was my girlfriend's fault. It was your fault. It, it, it was everybody else's fault, and then I, and I found myself sitting in prison. I was like, holy shit, I did this. Finally, finally, was able to grab a hold of. I did this, uh, and and once I grabbed a hold of that, I was able to to dig myself out of that fucking hole, right. But I had to take ownership of the shit I had done. Mm-hmm. Had to take ownership, and uh, you know, I, I served two years in prison, <laughs> half of my Marine Corps career, right. No, uh, yeah, two years in prison, and I got out, and uh, I met the. Uh, two years, uh, yeah. Two years. Two years. I, also, I don't want to ask you what you did,
3: but I do. What'd you do?
2: Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, man. I don't mind at all. Did you all shank right. somebody? Because because no.
3: weapons weapons are illegal in prison.
2: Weapons are illegal in prison, and now weapons are illegal for me to own anyway. Yeah, it's a whole nother topic. Uh, oh, it's a felony. Uh, yeah, yeah, a few of them. I got a uh, few of them. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> all substance abuse related stuff. It, I mean it is and uh, what I finally what they finally had enough of was uh drinking and driving man it's illegal this shit yeah. kills people it, it does kills people uh and But I you had the
3: problem. you had the you had the choice to drive drunk right
2: had the choice okay
3: no. so to make sure that Absolutely. we understood that everybody no, still has, everybody still fault. has a choice
2: It was a car's fault right <laughs> it, was it was the, the, the fault and I am voting It was the beer's and fault illegal <laughs>
3: If that cocaine, if if, yeah. if that line of cocaine I did right before I got in the car didn't wake me back up, I would have drove. So it's like,
2: yeah, fucking. It's cocaine. the dealer's fault. Yeah. It's yeah. it, <laughs> it, it Mexico's fault. The dealer got yeah. into Mexico. Colombia, <laughs> Colombia. Colombia. The Colombian bang bang.
3: Yeah. Sorry, we're 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 getting a dumpster fire train going here. Yeah, go ahead.
2: It was it was evading arrest in a motor vehicle. So basically, I didn't want to pull over. Fuck them I cops. I knew, I, I knew where I was going. <sighs> <laughs>
3: Damn. Yeah, you just got to pull over and pull the veteran card. You know
2: that works. That works seventy percent of the time. I Every time, bench. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used yeah. that card twenty times already. Yeah. The whole the
3: whole town knew who I was. And The sheriff's like, get out of the car, Mike. Get out. Let's go. Like,
2: <laughs> no, funny. Here's the funny. This is how small this is how small the world is. So I'm from Bandera. the The cop, okay, the cop that transported me from county jail. To, uh, on chain to go to the penitentiary is uh, a really good friend of mine now uh, became friends with him through Warrior's Heart after I got out of prison and like uh, he's one of my best buds uh, sheriff out in Bandera County uh, it's crazy how when you start doing the right thing for the right reasons the right shit happens
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and so life has been real beautiful since but but uh, yeah two years evading I gave you
0: some time to think about some shit and really figure it out, huh? I mean, was that the spark? Like, all right, I'm sitting here for two years now. I got to get something going. And then, hey, I got you got out, and then you, you, know, you started this whole thing.
2: I had two options, man. I had two options. I could, I could one, uh, live the life that I was living outside of prison in prison. Yep. Right. Yep. That's one option. Oh yeah. And I could have done that to the T, right? Uh, or I, the other option was not to do that. Do the other option was to do the exact opposite of what I had been doing to get there. Heck yeah. And that's what I chose to do. Uh I'm a I'm an addict, alcoholic mindset. Uh so when I was a Marine, I was a Marine through and through, 100%. Right? When I was drinking, I was drinking 100%. When I was in the gym, 100%. When yeah. I was with my friends, 100%. No matter what it was, I'm giving 100% all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh
2: that was learning how to refocus that. So now I'm sitting in prison. I can give 100% to doing the right thing instead of the wrong thing. And that's what I did, man. And I spent two years, I just started reading books, reading, you know, the the self help books, uh, reading my Bible, reading different things, just trying to do anything that I could. Um, And one of the one of the pivotal moments was I was sitting in prison. And I thought Real
0: quick, real quick, Mike, real quick, the chat is saying buddy is sleeping. Wake up, buddy. But he's not
1: saying. Buddy, yep. actually what we're doing. It's called uh in- know.
2: attentive listening.
0: Yeah, attentive yeah. Listening. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. But I let just want to let Buddy know. Pad.
2: Let me see yep. your notepad. Are you doodling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: I'm not doodling. Uh, go
2: baby.
0: ahead, Mike.
1: So, 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 you're in prison. You're reading books and uh, you're reading self-help books and doing all of the things. And the spark was. Go the ahead. The spark I'm was just proving we, that I'm uh, listening.
2: Yes, man. Hey, the spark I mean, was. Uh, I'm. I'm a I went back to I'm a United States Marine. I have an honorable discharge. I served my country. I, I served, you know, two deployments. I made it home. Like what the fuck am I doing in prison? I'm not a criminal. Like this is not this is not where I need to be. You know, my son was two when I went in. He was three. Uh, thank God that I'm pro life. And my girlfriend was pro life at the time because when I got out of prison, I had another kid. She was two and a half years old when I got out of prison. How about that? My daughter, um, you know, hey, pro-life, man. Uh, Thankful every day for them. And uh, when I got out of prison, I ran into the founders of Warrior's Heart. They heard my story, basically heard that, you know, I was, one, sober and, two, a veteran, and offered me a job. And uh, I was like, shit, I need a job. I'm on parole. Uh, You know, I'll take. I don't care what it is. Uh, And the job was answering phones for the crisis line. And Warrior's Heart has a 24-7 crisis line uh, where any veteran or first responder can call in that is struggling. Uh, we, We don't even care if you don't fit criteria for our program. Like let's say you don't have substance abuse issues and you're just struggling. You can still call, and one of us will help you out and find you the referrals where you need to go.
0: Oh, very nice. Okay, so it's
2: not just uh, uh only call us if you need help with this. Like we don't care who calls, the veteran, first responder, give our ass a call, and we will help you get into our program. How many? Into- How many people hey, Michael, work for the- How many
0: people work for this crisis line? Like, and you know, is it?
2: Yeah. So our it's our team uh, right now. There is seven of us. It's ran seven days a week, uh, from zero. Uh, 07 a.m. to 2300, seven days a week. Um, wow. Yeah, and they just got to call in. Hey, Mike, do a lot of, oh, go ahead, for buddy. People that are, uh,
1: for, for people that might be wondering or listening or or whatever, what is that number that they can call?
2: Yeah, I'll pull it up real quick and I'll. I'll, I'll.
1: Yeah, I got it, you don't work there, or I mean, you work there,
2: you don't call it all the time. So I got it. I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I have my cell phone number, but we'll keep that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you might uh, not want to put that one. So, out it, right
0: it, now. if you don't mind me asking, is there a lot of traffic on there? Like, uh, is it?
2: So, like, Dave,
3: last... did you wait for him to say if you don't mind?
2: Huh?
3: Huh? You said if you don't mind me asking, you didn't wait before you asked.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do mind. Well, hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, so over the last six years, uh, we we're we're about ninety warriors away from hitting the two thousand warriors uh mark that have come through our program in six wow two thousand veterans and first responders uh have chosen life over addiction and ptsd heck uh, yeah, our yeah. Mission for a million
0: cheers to that uh,
2: but uh yeah man the number the number is 855-960-5405 that'll go to our admissions team and, uh, if you're in a crisis, call it, just call, uh, our team is there to help.
3: Hey, so run if you can run us through a scenario, uh, now I'll give you the scenario. If you can, please, uh, I, I call you and say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not suicidal, but you know what, like, I, what, is there any, like, can I just call you, but like, I, I, I mean, fuck today.
0: Yeah. I'm feeling like
3: I'm feeling off
2: all right tell me what's going on
3: like well like right now like, i mean my my you know my significant other is you know yelling at me telling me that i don't you know i don't appreciate anything i have a, you know I, I don't value the feelings i mean to the kids uh and you know maybe i'm just gonna it, they tell me i drink too much like is, is this normal
2: yeah that's every day those those kinds of phone calls come in every day. So we've got the phone calls that come in where someone's tired of living. We help them through that. And then we got the phone calls that come in where it's like, hey, man, I drink too much. I need help. My family sucks. Okay. Uh, and then we got the calls that come in. I, I don't drink. I don't use drugs. I'm struggling with PTSD. You mm-hmm. know, hey, let's talk through that. And, uh, and we'll just talk it out, man. A lot of the phone calls are 20, 30-minute long phone calls. Uh, and the team's really good at just listening. A lot and of then time- you guys are
0: connected with a bunch of organizations then throughout the country that, you, you know, because obviously you can't handle everything over the phone call. Like, how does that process work? If you're, okay, we need to refer this guy somewhere ASAP, you know, before something happens. Like, how do you go about that?
2: So we got a lot of different referral uh, uh, connections. Uh, a big one for guys that just have PTSD is Boulder Crest Retreat. They got two locations, uh, and uh, they've got the Warrior Path. Uh, program uh, partnered up with Gary Sinise Foundation. So that's a that's a big one uh, that we'll refer to for guys and gals that just have PTSD. Uh Uh, It's it's free. They don't need to they don't need to go through their VA for for Boulder Crest. They don't need to go through the VA. They don't need to call their TRICARE doctor. They don't need it. They just need to call Boulder Crest Retreat and they can get into Bouldercrest Boulder Crest Retreat. Um, If they come through us, they would need to go through the VA or insurance or hard profit route, whatever Uh, But the team helps them with that, too. So let's say we got a veteran right that got kicked out of the military for substance abuse. Right, because they couldn't deal with the traumas and shit that happened on deployment. So they were abusing substances. When they got back, they didn't get help and they got kicked out. What do we do with that guy? Mm -hmm. Does he not rate help because he got a dishonorable discharge for uh, punching, punching the 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 staff and you on duty because he was drunk? right? Fresh back from Afghanistan? That guy doesn't deserve help or what?
3: That right. happened to Buddy all the time when he was on staff duty. i always have to get called in and replace him because he got knocked out by a private.
1: Because <laughs> I so was drunk? Or yeah, no, because
3: you got knocked out by a private who was drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It happened
1: all, the time. all mm-hmm. the time. So many times. I can't even count it, but that probably yeah. because of all the concussions. Get
3: knocked yeah, out yeah. <laughs> I knew you looked familiar.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably.
3: No, guess, hey, I, hey, Mike. My... So, uh,
1: I was so, uh, I had such a glass jaw that Marines would come up just to knock me out. It was, uh, crazy. It was a bad time in my life, really. Yeah. Hey, oh, so, so what if somebody, like, buddy, I gotta cut you off like said, I cut somebody, Dave. Somebody I gotta, a that's
3: I gotta, I, I gotta cut you off like I cut Dave off. All right. You are now at Austin P., the Harvard of the right. Southeast. We don't begin sentence right. with, sentences with so, uh, so let's start. But we do. No, you do, Dave. You're not at Austin uh, Pete. He's at Austin Pete. He's got in, uh, uphold the standard.
1: Here in Northern Alabama, we, we definitely do. Yeah. So so uh, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so what if uh, somebody wants to, if like say you have a buddy that you know about that's having an issue, um, and needs treatment for substance abuse? Can uh, can you call in? and get the ball rolling for that uh, for that person or or how does how does that work like say you got a buddy that is in detox or something like that and you're trying to get him a treatment facility before he gets out of detox um how to, is that a, a possibility or does he need to call or so, she uh, Sorry.
2: if we can get if we, if we if someone family friend or whoever will give us a phone number our team is happy to make the cold call okay if, we're happy to do that. It it works better. It, uh, Nick mentioned on the beginning of this phone call, I don't know what the context was, but he said it was uh, uh, skin in the game for something. Yep. Uh, there's there's less skin in the game if I call you to to try to get you help. There's right. more skin in the game if you call me, right? Because mm-hmm. that phone damn is right. a thousand pounds. Yep. I can call you all day long. I'm trained in it. I'm comfortable with it. It doesn't scare me, but you're scared shitless to pick up the phone. So it wor- We'll do either way, but it works. It works way better when someone is personally invested in it, even if it's just them picking up the phone themselves. Right. right, and then you watch a couple
3: episodes ago. We had a, a chaplain on uh, retired, and he runs an organization as well. He teaches uh, suicide prevention to first responder units and all that stuff. And you know, and he said something that like you just brought up. Like you're scared of shit now he said something that I've always kind of thought and he, he made it more intelligent the way he said it was that, you know, suicide is sometimes it's, it's, it's a valuable option. You know, it is. And not only is it an option, cowards can't do it. Like you have to be strong to kill yourself. Like you have to actually have the courage to do it. Right. And so that that, how you said how you're scared shitless to pick up the phone and say that you need help right in your experiences of that do you've ever like you know like what what do you think causes people to jump from not even having the courage to pick up their phone and all of a sudden they have the courage to do that you know what i'm saying
2: yeah i think a lot of it a lot of it and you're right you 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 uh uh, in my opinion, I think a lot of other people's opinion, it's the weak way out of stuff, but you weak people can't do it. Um, and it's it becomes a very viable option when the absence of me creates wealth for everybody else. If I feel that way about my life, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: if the absence of my life creates uh, a good life for other people… Then Everybody
0: would problems. be better off without me. Yep, yep, yep.
2: Because we're servants, and we can get it twisted upstairs that this is my final act of service to you. I'm tired <laughs> of dragging you through shit. I'm hopeless. There's no way out for me, but I can leave and and let y'all go and live your life. And 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 that's how a lot of people see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's man, I've been there, man. When I before I went to prison thought about it, tried it numerous times, but life was better with me gone. And I believed that. But now I look at my life, I got custody of both of my kids. I think I, I believe 100% that seven years ago, life probably was better with me not in it. I was I was destroying people's lives. Um, but life now is better with me in it.
0: Damn right, brother. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm saying? And so so it. I tell this to people all the time, you've made it through 100 percent, 100 percent of the most toughest days, darkest days, darkest hours, darkest minutes you've ever gone through 100 percent. Right. So why can't you make it through today? Like what's so bad about today that you that is different than all of the other shit days that you've had, you know what I mean? like uh go back to ramadi go back to afghanistan go back you made it through that what what happened today that's so damn bad you got a flat tire and now you're you've lost it hell no like no and uh so yeah man i mean that's
0: a whole nother topic like controlling your emotions and how you attach value to anything like like a situation like that like if you can detach value from you know, people make, you know, like people talking shit about you, or whatever it is, you just detach, fucking don't put any value to it, you know, it's easier said than done, right? But uh, I feel like that's, I maneuver through life a lot with that. I just don't like, we all get triggered sometimes, but I don't really let shit affect me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not worried about it. Like, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like how you say that. But it's true. Yeah.
3: You know, I'd like to, I'd like to take credit for that question that I asked, but I did not think that the answer that you gave was going to be that awesome. So, really, really appreciate that. It, it, that was awesome. I, I I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be a soundbite that we're probably going to tag if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, we'll was, tag
2: and throw on TikTok.
3: Yep. <clears throat> that was a good one. Uh,
0: so, Mike, so so call center is there any, and then obviously referring people, is there any what what else is there, or is that like? Does that really encompass everything that you guys do?
2: No, nah, so we've got, it's 543 acres. So I'll give you, I'll give you the two minute spiel on Warriors Hard get You can go more than two if you want. So it's 500, oh, I'll go three. Yeah. three and a half acres, right? Uh, it's, I'm a Marine, I do what I want. It's outside of the city that you can't hear horns, you can't hear cars, you can't hear shit, you can't hear planes unless like uh, we got air life coming in to, to like just come say hi in a chopper or something. Like it's out in the middle of nowhere, Bandera County. Um, we've got two pastures, East Pasture and West Pasture. We do nature hikes on equine therapy. Um, Those are horses, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm uh, horses.
1: I'm, uh, <laughs> I, am, uh, I am. I am. I'm. I'm tracking. What a what equine mean? Yeehaw! <laughs> I uh, I just did some equine therapy the other day in uh, nice. Tijuana. It, you, no, no, that's a different
3: type of equine therapy.
1: Yes. Yeah. We yeah. won't <laughs> we'll talk about that
3: uh, <laughs> on yeah, yeah, the show. We won't talk about that on the show. Let's talk
2: <laughs> about this place. you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's a huge property. We do uh, – like No, no babe, it's equine therapy. Sorry. Justice but... yeah. <laughs> abuse, post-traumatic stress. Uh, we've got doctors on staff, counselors on staff, nurses on staff, clinicians on staff, professional counselors, chemical dependency counselors, We uh, got a full wood shop, full metal shop, Wow! swimming, I mean, canine therapy. We do full service canines and emotional support canines. So a veteran can come through our program and maybe they need a service dog. Well, they can get a service dog through the canine department at Warriors Heart. Um, We've got sober living options. So, like, they can come through and do 6 to 12 weeks inpatient with us and then transfer into a sober living and IOP level of care, too, down the road. So, if they're struggling, there's absolutely no reason why they can't get the length of time they need under their belt, working a successful program with tools to be successful back in their community. Like, there's no reason. Uh, it's there, and and it's and it's freaking amazing, man. This, it's different. I've been to treatment. I've been to prison. It's different. Warrior's heart's different. That's, it's just different.
0: Dude, it sounds amazing. I mean, I didn't and know. It's know I knew it's that you guys up. had more stuff going on, but I I didn't know. That it was at that level yeah because we didn't give them
3: the chance, chance last time that was our fault we didn't yeah, yeah that was our and fault we can't for set that
0: specifically set up <laughs> for veterans correct and first responders and first responders pay attention because nobody ever thinks about those guys you know and hey, they go through it duty. every day yeah active duty as well
2: active duty we have been getting lots of active duty service members uh so for a long so they'll time they'll get referrals to go there mm-hmm. okay yeah so there there's a stigma attached to uh alcoholics and drug addicts or alcohol abuse drug abuse PTSD right if you have PTSD you're crazy uh yeah. take your guns like oh my god he's going to lose his mind and go murder a million people cuz he's got it's there's a stigma attached to it it's getting less and less uh back in the day an alcoholic was a bad person back mm-hmm. in the day a drug addict was a bad person uh, a person with PTS symptoms was a bad person they were crazy uh the stigma is is being broke it, it's you, you no longer people no longer see some people do not all people uh, a lot of people now look at the alcoholic drug addict as a person that needs some help they just they're not crazy they just need help a yep. veteran that has PTSD is not crazy right because now it's widely known that apparently you can get PTSD because your teacher slapped the desk and scared you when you were in class. Everybody. Right. It well, it's right? a lot. It's a loud noise, Mike. Yeah, everybody's got it now, right? Yeah. It used to be only crazy people have it, right? Now everybody's got it. So the stigma, my point is, the stigma's not there anymore. So it's okay to reach out for help, and we're seeing that through the active duty communities. Yeah, the
0: military is definitely shifting we're, we're getting better at it 100 percent. i mean Absolutely. back then you wouldn't get promoted you know i i've talked about this on the show multiple times um the Mass rn eight board was going on you know and I, w- I went to brag i went to some mental health because i'm dealing with some things you know but they,
3: they
1: fucked they, up
0: they, yeah i'm fucked up like we all are no but um and i was gonna do some counseling and everything and she was like you know i'm gonna put your information in the system but i suggest waiting until the board's over literally was told that i'm like holy shit like and it wasn't you know that extreme like i went there and said i'm gonna kill myself you know dealing with some anxiety nightmares things of that nature which i will openly talk about but she said you might want to wait until you know we you to mental health until the board's over then i got now i got promoted in May 88 and now i'm getting my shit together finally because i'm starting to take care of myself now because i get out in a year but yeah i think we have shifted though now i think we are getting better but absolutely I mean, then, absolutely you know, we are you know, your post, you know, your PHA when you come back from deployment. Now, have you seen dead people? No, you know, like we would, we'd all be scared to say yes. Yeah. You them. got
3: some, you got, you got somebody like Beck yeah. with the 17 year staff start going, just put fucking no. Yeah. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah. We always do it like right before you're supposed to get off work. And yeah. Get this done real quick. Yeah.
0: Like, Not, but it's like, like any more fucking we're questions. getting better. We're getting yeah. better, and we need to. I mean, we've been at war for no, twenty Dave, years. You know, so
3: Dave, yeah, you're, you're you're spot on. You're spot on uh, with what you just said, and the same thing with the TBIs. You know, remember when uh, we came back from Samara, and yeah. and they were like, I failed that little anagram test or whatever, and so I had to go into that like some talk to some shrink, and the shrink was like, she goes, Do you want to stay in the army? Now it's two thousand seven. I was like, I was like, so I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, she's like, okay, yeah. we'll just say that you have redeployment stress. And I was like, okay, you know, and like, and so I stayed in the army, but it's like, now, like, maybe it should have been like, hey, we, we're kind of working out this new traumatic brain thing, because it wasn't a thing yet. So it's like, we're working out this new traumatic brain thing, you know, maybe we should get you some help, right? That would have been the right answer, you know? So again, that's where you get into that, that crossing the ethical and moral boundaries, Right. Like, it's like, uh oh, Uh, but hey, Mike, that what that point is, is what we're like. We always try to say that we don't like to blame the government for anything because we don't we don't want to rely on them. We don't want to blame the VA person that works at the VA. We could blame the VA, but we don't want to blame the people that work there. They're doing what they can do. All right. Why? Why would you say it's so important to just, you know, just give you that call? To to call Warriors Heart and say, Hey, let me get in one of these things. I need that help. Right? Because I know there's plenty of people watching right now that, yeah. you know, that and then they comment on our stuff all the time about how shitty the VA is. And it's like you do realize that there's all kinds of veteran groups out there that will help you. So like what like how, how do they get to you? How do how do they get to go do these events?
2: So I, I think the biggest thing, white so why call, right? There's a person, why call well, that too, yeah, yeah. So like the, there's, there's, so the VA that I use, I, I, they've never done me wrong. Uh, I know a lot of veterans cannot say that. Uh, and, and, and that sucks, right? That sucks because there's so many veterans out there that have had a bad experience with the system and certain people, some people, right? Uh, Because the facts are some people have a job because they need a job and they don't have a purpose or a passion behind the career of their choice. So you're going to run into some people in different career fields that are only there for paycheck. Uh, And I'm not saying or or what I am saying is the team at Warriors Heart is there because they care, like legitimately they care. I've never seen a group of people more passionate about serving this population than the people at Warrior's Heart. In fact, our interview, our, our process to even get on the admissions team, uh, you got to pass a phone interview. You got to pass an in-person interview. I put you on a mock crisis call to see if you can build rapport and connect with the person on the other end of the phone. And if you pass all that and you're a good fit, we'll, we'll, we'll let you join the team. So it's, it's very selective right because we want a team that cares so so why call because the team cares literally everybody there gives a shit um and will do what they can to help And uh, what's that number again mike 855 five, 960 all of it buddy we're going to 5405 yeah 855 five, 960 5405
3: yeah uh, D- dave called out buddy was trying to give a plug there Oh, that was that was him doing that, so I knew what you were doing, buddy. I'm on your side.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, post post, post it, it on our page. page. I'm, 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 post it on our page. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah,
1: Dave doesn't know how uh, podcasts work. Yeah, we've only yeah.
0: done 96 episodes. Yeah,
1: apparently.
2: Yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, jumping back on it, how how do you get to us? Right, you can get to us through the VA. you you can get to us through the va you can get to us through non-nonprofit support uh if your va says no the team can help you uh, we can connect you with some nonprofits that'll do it that'll help help you get uh get the funds to do it anyway so there's always if there's a willingness to change your life and get some help then there's a way for that to happen um and uh yeah it's it's doable the team the team can help that's, Dude, awesome. It, man. That's, no, that's awesome. No, that's that's awesome. We, we need to
0: talk offline after the show. Like we, yeah. I mean, this program just in general is one of the best ones I've heard. Of like, just because you guys literally have it all from the call center to the help. You know, it's just like all in one piece. You know, I like it, man. I like it. Yeah, this
3: show is definitely going to help some people out, yeah. and uh, I know it's going to get some people there. And, and how do they? You guys work off of donations and sponsors, right?
2: Yeah. So, so people, uh, there's the Warriors Heart Foundation. Uh, 501c3 uh, that will help veterans that need financial support with maybe sober living costs or insurance out of pocket or if they don't have insurance and the VA tells them no we can we can do an application with them send it up to the the board for review and uh and they'll they'll approve funds that way there's the Gary Sinise Foundation there's I mean there's Boot Campaign. there's all kinds of foundations out there that actually do good with the funds that they get to help veterans, there's some out there that don't. I mean, we know the truth. Oh, yeah, there some out there that don't help, uh, but there is a lot that do, and we've vetted quite a few of them. The team's been working over the last six years with building relationships with different organizations that actually do give a shit. Yeah, nice. I mean, I hey, think the point, I think the point is pretty clear.
1: That I mean, the, the only thing that the guy or girl needs to do that needs help is to make. They just gotta pick up that thousand pound phone and make a call and then you guys will figure out how to get it paid for. Yeah.
3: That, okay. uh, no, I love that line right there. That's awesome. So yeah, I like that. I'm gonna keep that one. No, we there. should we yeah. should do it, we should do a Warriors Heart fundraiser with that shirt, and then you know, donate the proceeds to that line on that shirt to the to Warriors Heart. Uh but yeah, hey buddy, give us AAR and then Dave can do his magic and we'll get these things rolling.
1: Yeah. Hey. So, uh, in, uh, in summation, guys, uh, the uh, Denver notice Denver he didn't start
3: airport, that with uh, so ah.
1: Uh. In summation, the Denver Airport is uh, airport is uh, is full of lizard people that apparently steal. <laughs> did tools. You saw
0: the picture I sent you, buddy. I did. It's pretty they intense. They steal tools all the time.
1: Uh, they also
2: <laughs> put up
1: Masonic Ma- Masonic things. If you build a statue dedicated to Lucifer. Uh, it will fall on you and you will die. Don't do that. Let's uh, let's just go through things. Don't go underneath the Denver Airport, <laughs> lizard people. You know that TV show from the '80s, right? V. Everybody, nobody no, remembers that. No. The V people, they were aliens. They wore like human faces. Some of them were not unattractive, but then they would rip their face off and they like, ah, eat you.
2: I remember okay, the nobody. No,
1: nope. interesting. <laughs> That's '90s. That's '90s, bro. Uh, and then, and now the show's uh, no longer a thing. Hmm. And then,
0: Interesting. Uh, to,
1: uh, Mike you Micro Warriors are uh, that, if you call 855 eight five five nine six zero five four zero five, they will figure out how to get you to their uh, to their program or someone's program, get funded and get some help. And uh, the big thing is, you have to uh, you got to pick up the phone. You got to make a phone call uh, to help yourself. Yeah, I've been uh, dealing with uh, somebody that uh, that we all kind of know uh, that shall remain uh, anonymous right now. Um, and the, the same thing that I, I told him, uh, I think, is, is will resonate with other people. Like if you need help, your buddies, everybody around you will grab you by the arms and pick you up. But you got to shuffle your fucking feet a little bit. You've got to give other people a little bit fucking a little help
3: get the demon out and
1: getting getting you forward momentum to where you want to be everyone wants to see you be successful everyone that's around you that loves you wants to give you a hand when you say when you don't ask for help you're denying them the ability to do something that they want to do and that's going to feel good about it when you don't ask for help it's, it's one of the most selfish things that you can do because just like mike said we're all servants we all want to help each other that's why we were in the military that's one thing that we all miss about being in the military is the camaraderie the fact that we all depended on each other to watch our backs that we depended on each other to to you know to clean rooms to you know do battle drills so we, we depended on each other for everything and the fact that you would that you would have the fucking audacity and the gall to go through giant problems without fucking asking somebody to give you a hand is kind of kicking the face to all of the people that serve with you and want to be there to give you a help or to, to give you some help because that's what makes us happy, is to help you. So when you don't ask for help, you're fucking us. So don't fuck us. Ask for help. Pick up a phone call or pick up a phone and make a call. Um, anyway, on to Dave. So uh, you can yeah.
3: oh you can see
1: this on Spotify and YouTube and Facebook and uh, if you go. But hey, that's good, buddy. Underground.
3: Dave, that was a great that was a great AAR, and so a lot of the viewers that you know they probably dropped off by now, but they were they were wondering why was Buddy looking down writing. That's what that's what that was. All right, he I'm just he just. Nailed the AR. so a uh, great job, buddy. I mean, great, great good job, show. buddy. That was that. that was that was great, Dave. Close us out, buddy. I think,
0: buddy, buddy, close us out. I mean, all uh, right. Yeah, ahead, Spotify, Works, Apple, Apple,
3: Apple, iTunes, all that
0: kind of stuff. All that good stuff. Go on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe, do what you need to do. Go to shop.veterantrashtalk.com, check out some of our awesome merch. Go to gruntworksclothing.com, same merch. All awesome, all good stuff. We'll catch you guys next Saturday. Love y'all. face man VTTL. Boom.